the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Dana Southern. I am here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer, looking out for your best interest and your best interest only. Whether you be looking to purchase or lease, whether it be new or used, the key to buying a vehicle is how you leave, not how you get there. When Gary and I assist someone in the event we're not able to complete the transaction, meaning that we're there with you, doing the final documentation, making sure that not a penny's been snuck in anywhere. If for some reason we don't get to that point where you actually purchase the car, we have no charge of any kind. Um, we are free. And our advice, I would recommend, is, is typically um, well-researched and also free. In the event that we actually help you purchase the vehicle, we do collect a $400 flat fee after everything is done, which today is less than the typical dealership charges you when they do your paperwork to complete the transaction. I understand that there's a lot of people that that may enjoy negotiating a a car deal and they may feel that based on their skill sets and how smart they are, that using a service such as this is something that they simply wouldn't need. If you are in that really small percentage of people that could possibly leave the way that you could with our help and want to do it yourself, of course, that's what you should do. We're here to help people that um, don't want to be taken advantage of, don't want to be misled, don't want to waste hours of time hearing information that's irrelevant or non-relevant, and to get the information they need to make an informed decision. When Gary and I assist someone, we leave no stone unturned, whether it's the price of the vehicle that you're actually paying, if you're financing, the interest rate that you will qualify for. Gary and I are extremely familiar with the different lending institutions that are available. And when we're not familiar or if we're not sure we have the benefit of knowing people that do have the information and we can have it in a matter of moments. We don't try to sell extended warranties and products for the dealerships. That's not our job. On the other side of it, if we do guide you on those products, um, we do try to make sure that 
if you are going to consider getting an extended service contract, we recommend that you get the factory extension and not an aftermarket one. And the difference on what someone might pay for just that one item or an item like gap insurance or in what they might get for their trade. I can assure you that in virtually every case, we save our clients several times our fee. It's just reality, and it's not because of just how smart we are. It's because of who we know and what we know. Good morning, Gary. You know, and it's funny because, you know, what I explain to every client that I help buy a car is that part of the finance manager, business manager, whatever you, they are the best negotiators. That's why they get those chairs, Gary. But what I would always say is that every sales manager should at some point have to have been a finance manager. The greatest experience that I got in the car business was the short, short, short period of time that I worked as a finance manager. We have that in common, by the way. And the reason that it wasn't good for me was I wasn't good at deceitful conversations. Same. And when you're in the business office, I don't care who you are, there is a little bit of lying, cheating, and stealing going on most of the time. Now, certain dealerships, they do what they call menu pricing. They don't allow for negotiation, and it's a yes or no answer. Now, I like that. Now, it does show that the dealership, a lot of times when they do that, there is a fair profit built in for the dealership now as they see it right now i will tell you this not all finance guys are bad people absolutely not the majority of bad people that i've run into in dealerships were finance people and i personally was not married to my wife at the time and she wanted to buy a car So at that time, I was going to the auction every week. And I said, okay, honey, I'll buy one at the auction, and I'll pay cash. We'll pay cash for the car, and I'll sell it. And then we'll buy another one at the auction, and I'll sell it. And I'll use my money to buy it, and you get to keep the profit. Sound like a deal to you? I know I would be in. Okay. So I go to the auction that week. And I call my wife and I tell her, hey, there's a Mustang running through the sale. It has this many miles on it. I'm going to buy this one. We're going to sell it. But what color is it? Who cares? Oh, what color is it? I only want one that's blue. This isn't the car you're going to keep. This is the car we're going to make money to help pay for your car. So after the third week of going to the auction, not being any blue ones and not having her consider any other color, we decided to go to the dealership. So I made a phone call, and this was when the new body style came out in 2005, and the dealers were pretty proud of those cars. So I had enough friends in the dealership that I was able to buy one at invoice. So I made a phone call because my wife wanted to buy the car that night, and it's 7 o'clock at night. So I talked to a sales manager that I had dealt with, and it wasn't anybody that I knew. So make a long story short, we buy the car. Now, when I say we, she's buying this car. So we go in, we do all the paperwork, and we go into the finance office with this guy. And he starts in. And finally, I looked at at my, my current wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. 
Dwayne, if you want to buy the car, buy the car. I'm not listening to this guy anymore. Now, this is 2006. I told him, and I was very fair, we'll buy gap insurance for $399, and we'll buy a warranty for five years and 75,000 miles for $1,400. At that time, more than fair. Could have easily just typed everything up, printed it, and away we go. So I walk out. I'm sitting outside, and, you know, the guy finally looks at Delaney and says, is he coming back? Nope. Are you buying the car? Probably shouldn't. So she comes out. She's talking to me, and all of a sudden this slime ball, and he was, walks out at a quarter after 11 and tells me, I just got off the phone with the general manager. He gave me the code that I have to log in under so I can sell products under our true cost. Poppycock. At 11.15 at night. He didn't call anybody and he didn't need to get a code. It's all a dog and pony BS story. Right. So the next day, what was kind of funny was I actually was stopping in a shopping center to walk in to a cigar shop. You in a cigar shop? Now, the funny thing was the cigar shop was on the corner of 7th Street and Union Hills, right next door to a Bash's. Kings or something. It's called Magnums. That's it. Yeah, nice place. And I turn around, and as I go to walk in, I look up, and I see a Belford dealer plate, a, a dealer plate on the back of a car that says Belford. And I happen to look up, and I don't know the gentleman. I think his name... Is Lee Spencer? Lee Spencer is the general manager, has been for about 30 plus years at Belford. You are correct. So I see Mr. Spencer coming out. Of, and the only reason I know him is because they have a wall in the dealership with people's pictures on it. So I walked over to Mr. Spencer and he was wearing his Belford shirt and still had his name tag on with the little magnet that holds it on from the inside to the outside. I bet he doesn't do that anymore. And I thanked him for helping me last night with the purchase of my girlfriend's car. He looked at you like you had two heads. And when I explained to him what happened, he smiled, I smiled, and I said to him, now I truly believe if somebody called you at 11.15 at night, last night, they would be looking for a job first thing this morning. It's a really bad way that that gentleman conducted business at your dealership. You know what the funny part was? We never got a survey. Oh, I imagine you didn't. (laughs) There's nothing funny about that. Um, Well, as he mentions that, one of the things that makes all the difference to the the many good friends that we have that happen to run car dealerships across this valley is the survey. It it is a critical element for both the salesperson and more importantly for the overall dealership. It it affects them greatly whether it is good or bad. And ultimately when Gary and I assist someone and they get a great deal 
and they get top dollar for their trade and they pay the lowest rate they could ever hope to pay and they either do or don't buy an extended service contract at the lowest price possible, what they do leave is happy. What they do leave is not second guessing what they've done. Buyer's remorse is the biggest fear people have when they're buying a car. And I can promise you that there might be one or two people of the thousands of people that Gary and I have helped over the last over nine years that for whatever their reason was, they slipped and bumped their head and weren't happy. Just a couple. You said a number, one or two. I had one. And I had one. And the funny thing about the one that I had, and the one that Dana had, I'll say it, the lady was a lunatic. She paid less for the vehicle than they paid for the vehicle. And without belaboring it, we're not here to sell people. We're not here to close people. We're here to help people. Now, when I had my instance, it was at Earnhardt Kia. And the person was buying a vehicle. And... She bought the car, went home, and the next day called me up and was kind of accusing, without actually accusing, things that she thought happened. None of these things happened. So I asked her to do me a favor, let's straighten this out and meet me at the dealership at this time. And I called the general manager of the dealership and said, Scott, do me a favor. And I'm going to finish this story when we come back from our break. Once again, we're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half 
don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. We are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. Uh, we appreciate what they allow us to do. And when I say allow us, they understand what it is. They're not a dealership that expects us to bring you there so they can fleece you. Okay, Our goal is to get you the best deal, best pricing, best interest rates, pricing on products that you might need in the finance office. But I was talking earlier about my one instance where the woman was unhappy. So when when she got back to the dealership the next day, I had her trade-in parked in one of the parking spots. I had her keys in my hand. We walked out to the car and she pulled up and I walked over to her car with a screwdriver. I unscrewed the license plate off of her vehicle. I proceeded to remove the TRP that was stuck to the back of her license plate. I went over to the trade-in. I screwed her license plate back on and I handed her her keys. And I looked at her and said, obviously you're unhappy about something that happened yesterday, but none of the things that you were making statements about happened. The one thing that I feel and the one thing that the general manager feels is we don't want you buying a car if you're not 100% thrilled. And I handed her her keys and she went to say something else and I explained to her there was nothing else to say. At this point, I was no longer interested in helping her and the dealership was no longer interested in selling her a vehicle. Now, I think a lot of it had to do is when she got home. Uh, she bought the car without speaking to the other part of her family. And he was not very happy about what happened. So at the end of the day, folks, we help you buy a car. We don't sell you anything. We don't try to convince you to buy something that's not the right car for you. And it's unfortunate when we look at certain things on contracts that people had no idea what they are doing when they buy a car. And it's what we understand. They're trying to sell you products for the most that they can that are arguably the products that they think or feel are in their best interest to sell. And ultimately, the people in finance, because 
in order to get into that chair, you, you have to be a really good negotiator. You have to be a really good closer. You have to be a person that can build value in something that the people that they're sitting in front of or talking to are already exhausted. In, in most cases, those people have spent, not, not our clients, but other people that go to buy a car, can often spend hours going back and forth to finally get to a point where they're promising to give up some of their next paycheck in order to be able to agree to terms. And then ultimately, they've said yes to the salesperson and signed a buyer's order and then what happens? And then you get to go into finance. Now, when people go into finance, 80% of the time, 80% of the time, I think I'm a little light, the terms change. Now, I know that at least 80% of the time, without question, the terms are attempted to be changed by the person that is there talking to the consumer. Now, what... It's very simple math. I always get a kick out of when somebody tells me they financed their car for five years. And they, I ask them, let's meet for a cup of coffee. Please bring your paperwork with me. And they start talking about certain things that happened. And I look at them and I say, I'm going to ask you a simple question. No contract that I'm aware of says the term five years on it. Nope. Always has months. 60 months. So I will ask that person a question, how many months is five years? And they will say 60. What does that box say? At minimal, it's 72. I've had instances where it's 84. Well, they told me. I said, well, what they told you and what you signed were two different things. Now, I helped a gentleman that was a radio show listener, and when he told me what he did, I said to him, you went in and you told them, I want my payment to be three fifty a month with five grand down, trading this car in, buying that car. How did, did you, you know? know that? And I explained to him because I looked at your contract. You put five grand down, your payment's exactly Three fifty a month. You bought seventy five hundred dollars worth of product in the business office. What you bought seventy thirty nine ninety five was a warranty. Nine ninety five was gap insurance. He did prepaid maintenance. He did this. Well, he did well, that. Well, Gary, yes and no. And the reality is, is if Gary were to finish what he was saying, is that man didn't agree to buy any of he those things. He just agreed to the payment, and, and it's. I was with somebody and, you know, they print up the paperwork and all of a sudden I'm in a dealership that I don't normally go to. And the next thing you know, I'm reading the paperwork. Well, eight years, 100,000 miles is the warranty we agreed to buy. Paperwork gets printed. Seven years, 70,000 miles is what's on the warranty. Now, there's an issue there. And I will give them the honest mistake part. However, 
it's my opinion based on the fact that within 30 days, my general manager friend had fired this gentleman. He worked for him for less than 30 days for doing similar things to other people. Okay, you need to read everything before you buy it. You buy a car. There is no three-day right of rescission. 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 Okay? You own the car. The only way you're getting out is in the event there's a problem and they need you to re-sign the contract. You are at that point not obligated to sign anything. But at the end of each transaction, when you leave the business office, you need to make sure what it is that you're signing. And you need to go through every little box in that truth and lending part of the contract, which shows how much you financed, how much you put down, how much the term was, when your first payment's due, what's the interest rate, and what's the monthly payment. And how many months is the term? 60 months is five years. 72 months is six years. A lot of finance managers will explain, well, your payment only goes up $12. Well, it went up $12, but it went up 15 months because when I look at the contract, you finance for 75 months. It, it is so common for finance managers to stretch the term. We'll talk about it more after the break. Earnhardt and Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt and Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. At Earnhardt and Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly, how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 85014. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixie, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. How many buttons? His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns, and somehow falls. 
Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Very important. Hopefully you have a pen handy. Let me make sure you have a way to reach Gary. Gary's number is area code 602-525-1370. I'll say it again. Gary Green's number is 602-525-1370. You can reach him pretty much any time at that number. And my phone number, if you'd like to reach me, Dana, is 602 679 8324. One more time. 602 679 8324. When you take the time to call us, we can simply cover so many more things, answer so many more questions than we can via email. You're, you're welcome to reach out to us via email, but it's important that you understand that, that we're here to help you. We're not here to sell you. We're not here to close you. We're not here to persuade you to do anything. Our purpose is to help you get what it is that you want at the best possible outcome. And by God, we're very good at what we do. You know, I I laugh when you go on to MSN autos and you read things and you'll see 12 cheapest SUV lease deals, the best luxury car lease you can find for under $400. How do they just make that deals. stuff up? How do they do it? So w- what needs to be there is in the disclaimer, okay? You can lease any car for $400 a month. Absolutely true. Okay? If you wanted to, you know, my... my New Ferrari. My, my son's... My son, my daughter's boyfriend's parents... Leased a BMW. And at the end of the lease, they wanted my help to buy something. And it really wasn't anything I wanted to get involved in because I wanted her to get exactly what she wanted. And she wanted white exterior with red leather. And there's not a lot of those cars. And I didn't want her to buy a car sight unseen at the auction because if it wasn't exactly what she wanted, my friend was stuck with this rhinoceros. And that's a very particular buyer that wants white with red interior. My niece last week. So he explains to me that his payment was $113 a month on a lease BMW. How many thousands of dollars or what type of a free and clear trade-in did he give up in order to acquire that payment? The down payment was in excess of $13,000. Now, the point being, you can make your payment whatever you would like your payment to be as long as you don't reduce the adjusted cap costs below 80% of the MSRP. Just a kind of a rule for the lender. Now, 
they talk about deals and incentives. And I always go back to this one. I helped more people in November of 2017 buy Ram 1500 pickup trucks in a two-week period than any other car I've ever helped anybody buy in the same two-week period. That's when they had the 0% for 72 months. Correct. I helped 14 people in 11 days. Do you know how many took the 0%? I believe I recall not one of them took the 0%, but the reason why they didn't is the key, Gary. Because you had to give up $8,250 of incentives. $8,250. That pays for a lot of interest. That's a lot of interest. Now, if you had great credit at that time and you were putting a little bit of money down, you could have got an interest rate through a bank in the 1.9 to 2.5% range. Those loans aren't really out there anymore through banks. Uh you know, and, and speaking of banks, you know, you want to talk about businesses that are not transparent. You know, I bank with the same financial institution for many, 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 many years. And it was very unfortunate day in my banking history when my friend Chris decided to move. To move. And when he decided to move, the new branch manager was the female version of Chris. Now there's a new branch manager and I almost go to almost any branch. But when I went into a branch a couple of months ago to take care of a transaction, I explained to the girl, well, when I do this at my branch that I normally go to, they don't charge me for that. They attach it to my personal account, not my business account. She goes, well, I could do that, but I'm not going to. She had a reason, obviously. Because she didn't know me. But it proved to me that it's very important to have a relationship with somebody in a bank. So I got a letter in the mail that they were changing something about the banking process. And it had to do with fees being charged on checking accounts. And it dawned on me that this bank waived everyone's credit card debt in Canada last year. I know who you're talking about. I wonder why the fees are being charged now. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. 
Welcome back to your car insiders on 96 of the Pager. Once again, you can reach me, Gary Green, at 602 525 1370. You can reach Dana at 602 679 8324. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. You know, a few weeks ago, it was actually a couple of months ago, we had a gentleman that's the general manager of Arrowhead BMW join the, us. The new BMW dealership. New BMW dealership. And it is a palace that they built out there, and they're going to be building additional franchises out there. But I got to tell you, it was one of the most transparent, easy transactions I've ever done. And I think I mentioned I was reluctant to go there because the term that I said was I didn't need any new friends in the car business. The problem that I had was my friend had gone shopping without me and found a car that this dealership was the only one that had it. And he told them to hold the car for him. He was bringing me back. Well, they made the transaction so simple. If you're in the need for a new BMW, Dana and I can help you. And the fortunate thing is three out of the four dealerships in town, I know the general manager, and they welcome us with open arms all the time. It's one of those things where I was just thinking about this, Gary. Obviously, we live in America if, if you want to do this on your own, if you enjoy buying a vehicle on your own, if you don't mind spending the additional time and money that you will have to spend by not reaching out to us, you get to do that. Because of relationship, because of our full understanding of all aspects of a car transaction, we simply aren't trickable. And fortunately, most of the nice people we ever encounter, even if they don't know us, it doesn't take them very long to figure out who we are or at least who they're dealing with. Again, we're not doing this to to get rich, although we, we want to help as many people as we possibly can. For those of you that are comfortable and really believe that you don't need our help, don't don't waste your time. You know, Dana mentioned something about why we do this. And part of why we started doing this was because we wanted to help people. Another reason why we started doing this is we didn't want to work in that environment that the car dealerships had become. Well, I'd be forced. And to be fair, Gary, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 that's but, okay. But, but for I me, cut- I, I spent... You know, so many years as a general manager and and having autonomy to to make decisions where the company that I work for supported them. When when I when things changed and the dealership was sold and without boring you and they transferred me to a different location within the same company. I might as well have been going from America to Iran. It was you know, it, it was so different. It's it's ironic how you say that. You know, I was invited out to dinner by a dealership a couple of weeks ago, and we are not brokers. It's a broker contest that this dealership has, and they take the top five brokers out to dinner with their spouses. And I jokingly tell my friend, please don't tell anybody I do a radio show and what it is I do. I don't want to discuss 
my business with brokers. And my friend thinks it's funny that the first words out of his mouth, hey, this is Gary. This is the guy that does the radio show. So one of the gals that was a broker turned to me and said something. And I said, you know, I said, why I do what I do is because I hate car dealers. And she gave me kind of a funny look. And she took it, you know, and I waited about five minutes and I thought about it. I said, you know, I need to rephrase what I said. I don't hate car dealerships. I hate how people get treated in car dealerships. And this was a broker for a big company. And I laughed because when I went home and looked up the company, it was powered by True Car. So when we were talking a little bit, it was kind of like when E.F. Hutton talks. Everybody's supposed to listen. Well, when I started talking about what it is I do, the five people around us went all silent. Shut up. I bet. And all of a sudden, my wife chimed into my left ear and said, Stop telling them all your secrets. I said, honey, they can't do what I do. They don't understand how a car deal works well enough. A broker finds out what they can sell a car for, and then they sell it to you. Now, when... Then they try, depending on who they represent, to make as much profit as they can. So when she said to me, the girl said, well, what is it you do? I said, well, I buy... I bring my client in, they buy the car from the dealership. Now, one thing I didn't do was I didn't share what they sell me cars for at this dealership. It's none of the broker's business. And all of a sudden, the girl said, well, how do you get paid then? I said, it's really simple. I, my client buys the car for the price I agree upon with him. And they write me a check for $400 when we're done. Now, I can assure you that when I buy the car this far back of invoice, when the broker's selling the car, the car's not that far back of invoice. So what's the broker's percentage of the gross? Now, when I worked in car dealerships, I ran many times the highest profit average in the entire store. He's a very skilled negotiator, and and I'll do modesty. I'm known to be a very skilled negotiator. And the funny thing was, a general manager in a meeting asked, why does the the fleet internet director in the Buick Pontiac GMC store have the highest gross profit in the complex. And it was one of the biggest mistakes in my life because the gen- the finance director turned around and said, Joe, why don't you spend the day with Gary and watch somebody that actually talks to customers and explains to the customer where the profit is coming from. Now, people don't mind paying a little profit. They just don't like having a paper bag over their heads. So when I always say it was a big mistake, this gentleman that wanted me to follow him through his career path in the car business, I didn't want to leave the dealer group to go to work for AutoNation. And unfortunately for me, about 13 years later, he was the gentleman right below Mike Jackson in the AutoNation group. That means he's way up there, like number two. But it's people don't mind 
paying a profit. I remember buying- we kind of mind it, and yeah, and and, and it's so fair. Yeah, and that's where it becomes a, a, a real thing because what a dealer might think is a fair profit for them. And, and what you might be generous enough to pay them, not necessarily knowing all the ways that they collect money. As an example, if the dealer says, well, I'd like to sell it for you know, a little over invoice, and you think as a reasonable person, well, that sounds fair. Paying a little over invoice sounds like a fair deal. Let's do it. Well, if there's no incentives, no rebates, no programs, no no things that they're actually getting back, depending on what it is, maybe you're not paying too much. The problem is, in so many cases, the numbers that are being discussed with you are just not valid. They're they're just what they're telling you is the information. There's very few dealers in the Valley that when a vehicle arrives as a new car to the dealership, that they don't immediately add different things to it, the addendum that Gary referenced. Who's the first person that gets paid when a new car dealership sells a car? The first person that gets paid when a person sells the car. Well, it's not the salesperson. The owner. Makes sense. So if a dealership is owned by an auto group, they have what they call PAC. Overhead expense. Overhead expense. Now, in most dealerships, there's very few people that their pay plans pay them on pack. Now, if they have what's called a management fee, most of the times I see that, the only person paid on that, besides the owner, is the general manager. And some of them don't even get paid on that. I I didn't. So, So... at the end of the day, there are – it's fair enough to say hidden costs. Now, somebody asks me, I mentioned it, about the destination. Well, destination is on the invoice of the car. It's a true cost and that the manufacturer, when they ship it from where it's built to where it's going, it has a set dollar amount. There's a movie, and I can't think of the name of it. It was with Jeremy Piven. And it was about the car business. Oh, I, I mean, when you're talking, he was a closer. He yeah, brought in the team of closers. Yeah. And they actually asked, the, somebody made a comment about, they said it in a meeting about the customer wanting to know how much holdback was. And I laughed because the guy that owned the dealership said, if they want to know what invoice and what holdback is, buy their own dealership. Okay. Now, there are dealerships that I've dealt with that you mentioned the word holdback at the time of the transaction and you wanting part of that, they'll invite you to leave. Well, and to be fair, depending on what you're looking at, you know, perhaps it's not an appropriate request. The the key, of course, in every transaction is how you leave. And if people could just understand that and understand that Gary and I, when we assist one people, we don't collect a penny until you're leaving <laughs> the, the exact time when it matters or we charge nothing. So many times I look at contracts, Gary looks at contracts. Makes me want to puke. Where these people thought they went five years and went six. They sometimes went seven. He referenced them being 
$7,500 worth of added products in the finance department, a $4,000 warranty, a $1,000 gap insurance, and who knows what else that they added to it. Question for you. Yes, sir. I interrupted you and then I forgot my question. No problem. The the crazy thing is people not... Oh, I was helping... I was I was sitting around with some guys and we're, and we're BSing in the cigar shop. And one of the guys explains to me that he got an invitation from his credit union to refinance his car. Desert Financial Services, probably. I don't remember who it was, but they he was so excited that he... They were giving him $500 to refinance the car. They were adding 500 to the loan, of they course. They were adding $500 to the loan. And then he explained to me that his payment was going down. Because his term was going up, probably. So he had a loan that he had less than 48 months left on. He then took that loan and added $500 to the balance and went back out and financed the car for 84 months. Oh, God. Now, if that's what your own bank, not the dealership, what your own bank is doing to you, you need to figure out a different bank to deal with. Well, unfortunately, most people trust that when they reach out to their credit union, when they reach out to their bank, that the people that they're dealing with are going to hopefully be knowledgeable about what they're inquiring about. Unfortunately, what does a banker know about the auto industry? You know, I I have a, a banker, I have banker friends, they all work in the same branch, and I've helped a bunch of them get cars. They know quite a bit now. Not one of them, one of them financed the car with the bank that they worked at. Even though through their own bank. As and that bank now has a buying service. And without talking about that, yeah. let's just real quick. If, if for some reason as a consumer you think Costco, TrueCar, um, any of these local buying services that advertise, you know, I don't care who it is. If you truly believe in your heart that using that service is... Don't the- call us. I had an instance where the girl walked in and she told my friend, the general manager, I work for Costco. Why am I paying Gary to help me? And you know, the general manager looked at her and said, here's what we'll do. I'll send Gary home and I'll pay him 800 bucks if I leave, if he leaves. 